Hey guys, you turned into another episode of Crown, a space where you can be unapologetically yourself and do not have to conform to society's standards. Here we keep our crowns aligned, even when life has gotten hard. And me, your host, Fancy Patrice, I strive to be a voice or an outlet for millennials who feel lost or unable to express their emotions or who feel like they aren't doing enough in life right now. I want people to know that wherever you are or whatever you may be dealing with or have dealt with, it's okay to be in that exact position at that exact moment. Okay, let's get started with the show. This is the place to wear your crown. Come on, y'all, let's turn up the sound. Uh, if it's side and put it on back, yeah, that's right, put it on track. This is the crown podcast. <laughs> Royalty family, happy new year. I cannot believe 2019 has come and gone and we are in 2020. It's like, where did the time go? However, I'm so excited because I just have a good feeling about this. This is my last year of my 20s. And I know a lot of my friends, we also celebrate in 30 this year. So what a huge milestone as I look back over my life and all that he has brought me through. Okay, let me tell you about my old ass. I almost slept in bringing in the new decade. However, I was up, saw the ball drop, and then I took my ass to sleep. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed y'all's celebration and are ready to continue to become the best versions of yourself in this thing called life. So I got a little sinus situation going on. However, I really wanted to do a year in review show so we could get the year started off right. So y'all just hang in there with me. Are y'all ready to be crowned? Let's get it aligned. It's so important to look back, celebrate your wins, acknowledge growth, and extract lessons to set the goals for the upcoming year. The 2010s came to a close and we have entered a whole new decade. I don't know about you, but the last half of the last 10 years to me, incredible things, hard things, sad things, and things that I look back and say, how did I not lose my mind? But I know one thing, people overestimate what could be done in one year and underestimate what could be done in 10. 10 years just sounds like such a long time, but it's a decade full of possibilities. And in this case... 10 years behind of us. So I want you to think, what are you proud of? Over the past 10 years, what have you done that you're proud of? What are the obstacles that you've overcome? And what are some of the results you've created in your career or life since 2010? This is important because going into a new decade, you want to know what works and what does not work. What serves you and what does not serve you. What you should continue to do and what you should stop doing. Who should be in your circle and who you need to leave behind. When you identify these things, that makes the biggest difference in the quality of your life. You'll be able to make wiser decisions as you plan for the next 10 years. So I did this and I really took the time to think about career, family, relationships, time, health, finances, and creativity, no matter how big or small, because it helped me determine things that have become crystal clear for me and also the mistakes and what I learned from those mistakes. It's a crucial point because they're the biggest game changers 
And those things matter because it's what I really want to remember as I move into this brand new decade. It also helps me avoid making the same mistakes twice because ain't nobody got time for that, okay? <laughs> I strongly suggest investing in a journal because as you write your plan, you want to write it with a clear and purposeful mind. Trust me, you'll feel much lighter and freer when you're done. It's kind of like leftovers in the fridge, food that you meant to eat, but they're no good anymore, and just taking up valuable space. When you write it down, you declutter your mind and creating a visual tool where you can refer back to it as much as needed. So I know we're talking about making a plan and setting goals, and that's all good, but I also think it's important that we acknowledge resentments, anger, and upsets. Are there any resentments that you're hanging on to? Do you have old emotional baggage that you're ready to release? Is there anybody you need to forgive, including yourself? Be honest and write it down. Even if you don't know how to forgive or let it go in this moment, as long as you're willing, you'll figure it out. Naming and acknowledging is the first step towards healing. Remember, healing is a journey, but this is the time to release all those limiting beliefs, those negative thoughts, all those naysayers around you. This is the time to let it go. Everything that's been holding you back. Do the work now so it does not control you over the next 10 years. And a little affirmation you can say is, I am healed. I am favored. I am restored. I am crowned. So everything that I discussed, I actually did and I wrote in my journal and I want to share. So the first thing I wrote was be present. It was really important for me to be present in the last decade. I lost someone very special to me and I was not ready, y'all. I was moving in life and was untouchable. This experience humbled me real quick. It was a reality check. I learned to be present with the people that I chose and to be authentic at all times. Thankfully, my grandfather knew how much I loved him because that was just the type of relationship we had. However, that was not the case with everyone. So now if I think of someone, I send a text, a message, or I'll call them just to let them know that they were on my mind. I am fully present with the people that I care about. My second lesson would be run your own race. There's no time to look back. You are a born winner. Whether it's in your profession, entrepreneurship, nothing can stand in the way of what you want to accomplish. People will make assumptions about you, but don't let that distract you from your purpose. Most of the time, people will try to find the smallest flaw. And I'm going to use this as an example because y'all know what I'm talking about. One time I went with my girlfriends. We having a good time. Everybody looking good. We acknowledge, sis, I like blah, 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 blah. We taking drinks. And one of my girls just whispered like, girl, where you getting a feel? So everything going on, you notice that my nails need to feel. And y'all, it wasn't that bad. But you know, I, I just thought that was something so small. <laughs> and yes, that's fashion tips, but it could be professionally. It could be in your friendships, your family, just those little small jabs. Those are things you got to, to watch for. Don't let that distract you, though. Tell your story and understand that when you run this race, it's not always pretty. And you may feel alone, but keep going. It's okay to create a reality that others don't understand. When you become okay with your journey, can't nobody shame you. 
my third thought was, don't be afraid to fail. This is a big one, and it took me some time to master. So many times I've caught myself questioning if something looks okay or if it sounds okay, but I've learned to not compare myself to other people, especially people that have been in the game for 8 to 10 years. Just do it. It's not going to be easy, but when you put the work in and you just start, that's half the battle. Understand that it's probably not going to work the first time you do it, but the more and more you do it, the better you become. Perfection does not exist, and when you create things you are passionate about, there is no right or wrong. I am passionate about helping people that are just like myself, trying to figure it out because there is no blueprint to this thing called life. I'm passionate about discussing topics in the black community that need to be talked about more. I have learned that it's okay to fail in jobs, relationships, and passions because eventually you get it right. It's so important to understand that it's okay to fail, but it's also important to get it done in spite of the circumstances. Failure does not mean defeat. My last and final thought is speak up. You do not have to accept things that you are not okay with. I know sometimes people don't want to speak up for small things, but small things give you the courage and the strength to speak up for moments that matter the most. Our First Lady Michelle Obama said, Every day you have the power to choose our better history by opening your hearts and minds and speaking up for what you know is right. I often see in millennial relationships where they have been courting each other for quite some time. Women will allow the men to dictate what they're going to do in a relationship. But sis, if you desire companionship, speak up. If you've been dating for five years and you don't want to be dating anymore and the man's like, are we just having fun? Are we just kicking it? Are we just in a friendship? No, you require more, say your expectation. If it's a job, if you need more time off, if you ask for more pay, you've been there for some time, you're putting in the work, speak up. It does not hurt to ask. Understand you have to be brave and you have to not shrink yourself in order to make others feel comfortable. Your silence will not protect you. Over the 10 years, it took me some time to develop a voice. And now that I have it, I am not going to be silent. I understand that there's power in staying quiet to keep the peace. But once the peace has already been disturbed, staying quiet does not make anything better. Speak up. The world needs your truth. So those were my lessons of the decade. I want y'all to understand your time matters. And by doing this reflective work, you're setting yourself up to have the best decade ever. I want to encourage you to keep going and honor the wisdom within. All right, guys, I'll see y'all on the next episode of Crowd.